to swear or not to swear. Welcome to the More Than The Art podcast. Join us as we explore what it means to be bold, creative and Christian. I'm Chris Poach, the company director of Artless Theatre Company. And I'm Jonathan David Maltz, the artistic director. So, welcome to a new episode. Another day, another ep. Another question. We are recording this much later than we planned, so (laughs) hopefully I'll get this edited tomorrow and out. I'm sure you will. Of course, you're listening in the future, and you may be listening in a year's time, and that has no semblance or any meaning, that the fact that... So it doesn't matter, ultimately, does it? Yeah, you won't even check the date. So, what have we been up to, Johnny? Oh, it's been a very busy few weeks. We did a fundraiser last weekend. We did a 24-hour actathon. Mm. Is that a good way of describing yeah. it? A- Murder yeah. Murder Mystery Agathon, Marathon. Yeah. It was going to um, be called the Agathon, wasn't it? But I think that just didn't have instant readability. I liked it. More, We've been calling it but, the Agathon. You know. But we just uh, acted out Agatha Christie plays for 24 hours. And we got We'd, through six? We got through six, like six. What was your there. best thing about doing or best part best part of it the worst the best part was it was a it was fun we got to play with some funny characters and we did make each other laugh quite a lot changing hats and wigs and stuff quite often um how about you what was your favorite part of the 24 hours um well i guess i loved it how it did differ from the bardathon which we've done before so we read all of shakespeare's work in 2019 in 48 hours yeah, twice as long. long but we did um, sleep but we did one hour get on yeah one hour on one hour off mm. but um what was my favorite part well i actually liked the i'd say the majority of the plays i found interesting yeah because i didn't much more I've never read them so at least i was paying attention to what we were doing somewhat and that was fun you know, it was fun thinking, yeah, oh yeah, gosh, yeah. who we actually... Because we didn't know I, I who had no the idea. killers were I, I didn't whatever, at so, any point know yeah. who was a killer, yeah. So we were kind of in on it, which you're usually not if you're performing something. So we were performing you know what? something. Murder Mystery so we Plays, you know. uh, there are, it's, an, it's, it's, it's a niche sort of thing, but it's a very cool format for a play where it's like, you know, everyone's there is everyone knows there's going to be something revealed right mm. at the end, which is going to be yeah. unexpected. Which is quite fun. What were the consistent tropes you found of, uh, the, you know, in in her plays well, that I... she enjoyed using? <laughs> well, we were noting on how um, she was quite misogynistic towards women. <laughs> she she there was often well there's often misogyny in the characters, it, yeah, but exactly, then but see. then they weren't necessarily the antagonists or the bad characters that were saying those things. Often they were the heroes saying these things. But like, then did that create women real can't shoot? They were different. Yeah, well, that was like that Lombard guy. It wasn't like perfect, was he? Like, uh, it's true. Yeah, they're very three dimensional. The characters, although they sometimes have very silly names, like Blore. One Blore. of the characters' names Lombard. is Lombard, and um, uh, Doctor Armstrong's quite a good one. Like yeah, um, I can't think of others I can't now. Think of any more but I remember Blore stuck Blore. out a lot. Um, there were yeah. Sir Henry Asker. Keldetil? Oh, Askata, Lady Askworth or whatever. Henrietta. There was lots of well, great Yeah, so what, what was your lowest point? Uh, <laughs> you know my lowest because I literally said it on the thing. There, we, we got to, like, when was this? Like six in the morning, maybe the next day? Yeah. Around so that we've five, been going, six in the morning. We've been going for about ten hours. And I knew in my mind, I was like, man, we've got to go till eight in the evening. We haven't even made it to eight um, in the morning. Yeah, and I so was cold. at that point where I think I was just like, I'm so tired. But this is where it did differ from the Bardathon was I didn't realise the toll that it was going to have on my body, okay? Because uh, I was picking up, oh, you know, hats, wigs, things, and you're stood up the whole time. Mm-hmm. But I think it was like the, I was constantly bending over. It was like it. a Joe Wicks workout. Um, yeah, no, honestly, for it wasn't just I was catching up on my sleep. I, w- I was walking around the house mm-hmm. like a 90-year-old man. Um, yeah, so yeah. that was my lowest moment. Um, oh, well, there was also the hot sauce. That was pretty awful. Wasn't oh, it? yeah. So in addition to the acting, we thought, well, that's not going to make it hard enough. Definitely was hard enough. We also, a certain amounts of donations, we would have a, a super sour sweet, like not like something you buy my over the word. counter. No. This is stuff you buy online for like, you know, if you want to talk to someone. And it was horrible. It shredded me. I felt my like mouth. my soul was being ripped from my yeah, body. Like was, a dementor was, it was really horrible. You know, sucking on my face. And the hot sauce as well. The hot sauce was <laughs> a dementor sucking on your face. Yeah, you know, like in the film, they 
Do oh, Harry Potter. Yeah, 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 yeah. If you haven't seen Harry Potter, um, Carolina Reaper hot sauce. Carolina Reaper hot sauce. Hellfire. Hot chili. It yeah, called? it's called Hellfire, which was a very how, ironic, how do you find that? Uh, horrible. You swallowed it though. I know you. I got it down the gullet. Cheated, I felt you no, know. Like, I just thought I've got to consume this. I'll get it straight into my digestive system. Problem was, I put it. In, I put it in my mouth, and I think my body psychologically was like, "Don't you don't." You wanted to you your don't mouth. Want to swallow this. You were like, "Savor it." No, <laughs> your no, mind was like, "You don't want." You don't want to swallow this, so I kind of kept it longer in my yeah. mouth, um, which obviously was not not good. You have to fight your instincts on um, that one. So yeah, my stomach just felt like. Uh, and well, up. if you want to check that out, then yes. please just go to our YouTube channel, our Facebook, our Twitter, our Instagram. Um, I'm sure there will be some way of catching up on that by the time you listen to this. Yeah, and if you're listening to this soon, you can still donate. So feel free. Yes, if you go to stewardship.org.uk forward slash pages forward slash murder mystery marathon. Also, we've got our Easter tour coming up of Centurion, which is really yeah, exciting. exciting. We've yeah. got some dates in the diary. Mm-hmm. We've done the casting. Yes, we have. We've uh, got two very talented young actresses uh, going to be uh, performing alongside us, two uh, not so young, uh, talented actors. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> indeed. yeah, we're um, getting on, aren't we? And then Prison Walls Could Speak is still touring and will be touring for the next year and then beyond. And we've got a good number of dates this year, which I'm really excited about uh, expanding on and covering the length and breadth of this nation. Absolutely. Um, and we'd love to see you guys there. So if you want to check out the dates, they'll be on our website. So if you're Centurion. Forward slash Prison Walls or Ardless.org forward slash Centurion. Exactly. So Centurion's the 4th to 16th of I April. I do voiceovers. And my voice is a little bit deep today. Sorry. You could do that. Um, I could uh, Tell me something to sell you right now and I'll sell you it. Okay, sell me William Shakespeare. William Shakespeare, since 1778, entertaining Britain. William Shakespeare. I, d- I just pulled that number out. Is that the right no, sort of I don't, era? No, I don't think so. From, um, 16, well, from the 1600s 1600, to today, think, yeah. William Shakespeare has been entertaining young and old. From the lowest to the highest of classes, William Shakespeare, it's one... Of the most British, I've lost you win in and out. It's not like Christopher Buckley who did our Centurion. Um, yes, Christopher Buckley is very, very good voiceover artist. Yeah, do check him out. Right, right, on reply. Cool. So we got some messages. Yes, we've had two episodes that we've done so far. The first one was on can a Christian actor do full frontal? So we talked about nudity. Um, One of the main criticisms we came under. Funny enough, it was just about an example that we used that we kind of got pulled out of thin air. So I mentioned the story uh, in the Bible of King David dancing naked before the Ark of the Lord. Um, I mistakenly said he was fully naked. That was my bad. My memory was uh, wrong. and but but what he did dance in was a ephod, a uh, linen ephod, which would have been quite small. Plus, he was criticised by his wife Mikhail for um, immodesty and being half nude. So it's sort of you know it, yeah. the point was there. And we did um, really the there's the other example anyway that we used um, about Adam and Eve. You know, could we actually tell the story of Adam and Eve accurately with nudity? So. You know, and funnily it, enough, someone we know said they had watched a Christian, or at least I think it was a Christian production, mm. uh, which featured Adam and Eve and featured male full and frontal female, nudity. And, and female, female nudity. Full frontal nudity. He said not, for, for not very brief, long. For a brief moment. But, yeah. And the fact that we haven't heard of that production shows it was very deeply buried. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe the, you know, they're all on Alcatraz. Well, maybe we Christian will, Alcatraz. you know, we'll do a version and get you to play it, John. You'll be Adam. Adam. Would you want to do that? Um, I've been reading Genesis, actually. Oh, perfect. Yeah. So you're ready to go? I am not. You... Oh, no, 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 You've no, been no, going no, to the gym, no. though, so a few, well, months, a few months down the line. He was a vegan, wasn't he? Or was he? Let's go that oh, way. Another day. Another day. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Another day. Um, um, the, the second episode about lying, again, we, yes. we didn't... Um, the only comment we had was about uh, one of the anecdotes that I yes. used, which is about Cory Tenboom. Which, Betsy Tenboom. Which was, this is really actually hard to work out if it, this was accurate. What had happened is someone had used the story. That's how I'd found ab- about it um, online. Someone had used the story, but had used another real story and kind of like merged uh, the, the two. Merge. So they'd kind of got a bit confusing. Um, but there were times where um, either Corrie Tenboom or Betsy or um, I think it's like her cousin or something um, did lie, but kind of, you know, God 
protected them. Um, oh, sorry, did tell the truth, but God still um, protected them. So, again, what we really want from you is, again, if you have particular things that you think we are wrong about, mm-hmm. or, or right, um, but mainly things that or you think we've got wrong. Or, if you want to resurrect a point and maybe bring another point and come and argue in the flesh on a chat, we can we can do a reprisal of a question and you can bring a fresh argument. So if you have anything that you think, oh, that was wrong, and you want to let us know, uh, email us at office at artless.org.uk, and we'd love to hear from you and answer any of your uh, points. So Christopher, Christopher, what are we looking at today if we don't already know? So, to swear or not to swear, that is the question. Well, let me pray. Well, Father, I thank you that you're with us uh, and that in your spirit you are guiding this conversation. And I just pray that we would have fun today, but we'd also get to the core of this and let your heart be ever-present in, in what we do and let us know through what we speak about and what we hear about that your love and your kindness and your goodness and your priorities at the centre of it all, Lord. And we just uh, honour you in that and we ask that you would enlighten us and uh, yeah, help us to find the way through all this. In Jesus' name, Amen. Amen. So before we get started, actually, what I found actually really exciting about this uh, series that we've been doing is, I don't know for you, but it's made me really think actually about about the questions, the, yeah. these questions, because um, there's stuff that we're involved in, mm-hmm. you know, we're involved in yeah. the industry, uh, and I might have had a thought about it, but hadn't ever really put that pen to paper or like, I think... It's a sort of question where people would say, "Oh, can you do that?" Oh, yeah, I never really thought about that. I guess you, I don't know, I don't know what I feel about it, and then you shelve it. Yeah. But then we're actually confronting those things and, and thinking, "Let's really get to the grips of it." And now I feel like I would have more of an answer that if someone yeah. said that to me about, like, "Oh, so what do you think about I just nudity and film loads or more questions?" Though. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah, but it's really so. Um, you know, we're all learning together. But anyway, so of course we're looking at uh, swearing. Swearing. So. Swearing and, you know... And by swearing, do we mean swearing as in, I swear that I will do this, or I swear no, I'll do that? we're looking at swearing in profane language. Profane language, okay. Um, now, no, first please. off, I just think what we should start with is just... Are there any children listening? Please switch on now. <laughs> there will be no swearing in this, We worry. could bleep. Um, if I were to be bleep. like saying, oh, Chris, you... But you just... Annoying... Yeah. And are you just going to bleep? Like, you, but the problem is, you because you edit, just, you could just make myself. it out yeah. that I'm swearing. So, like John, you, you know, so yeah, you, you could just you could say you could say you're a really nice guy, and then I just bleeped yeah. really. So nice John, guy. you're like you're like, <laughs> I love you so much, man. But you're just such. Love you, you love you, you lovable. <laughs> anyway, anyway, that was fun. Going off on a tangent here. But I anyway, um, first of all, I thought what we'd start with is our stance on swearing mm. is that we believe that swearing is a sin yeah um and i've got some just some scripture yes to go through i thought that would be important mm-hmm. let's just ground this so this is a bit uh well it's five this is five We're verses, christians but I think in case this will, you didn't know <laughs> um lay some foundation so this is james chapter three verses five to ten do yes. you want to read this no you go for it okay how great a forest mm. is set ablaze by such a small fire And the tongue is a fire, a world of unrighteousness. The tongue is set among our members, staining the whole body, setting on fire the entire course of life, and set on fire by hell. For every kind of beast and bird, uh, of reptile and sea creature can be tamed and has been tamed by mankind. But no human being can tame the tongue. It is a restless evil, full of deadly poison. With it we bless our Lord and Father, and with it we curse people who are made in the likeness of God. From the same mouth come blessing and cursing. My brothers, these things ought not to be so. And that was James chapter 3 verse 5 to 10. It's, it's, uh, around that verse there's another bit that says about how, how a ship is steered by a small rudder and like the tongue is able to shape like the whole of your soul sort of thing. Absolutely. Mm. And so, but some people would say, well, swearing doesn't you know come up directly, but... Yeah, the Bible doesn't present that you know clear line of what are good and bad words, but it, it the removes tongue, the grey area, you know, um, as a whole. So Ephesians five verse four mm-hmm. says, "Let there be no filthiness, nor foolish talk, 
nor crude joking, which are out of place, but instead let there be thanksgiving. So, yeah, I mean, on that, uh, I mean, we're not, we can go into this later, but what is the definition of those things themselves ah. exactly yes. uh, but also ephesians 4 29 says let no corrupting talk come out of your mouths mm-hmm. uh, but only such as is good for building up mm-hmm. as fits the occasion that it may give grace to those who hear yeah well you know we believe that yeah like the bible says that the tongue has the power you know, to speak life, but also speak death. Yes. And so we want to take that seriously. And so what we say is what we say, yeah. absolutely massive. Because, yeah, we do, we, you know, as a Christian theatre company, we preach the gospel. Yeah. So our tongue can preach the gospel. Mm-hmm. So then also we need to be wary of what we write. You as speak well. something into existence for a word. A thought becomes a, a thing when you speak it out loud. Exactly. Mm. So we just thought we'd lay that. You know, foundation, put it out there very clearly. Um, But first, I thought what we'll do is we'll break it down into kind of two parts for you, Johnny. Okay, good, 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 good. Two points. So first, uh, we want to look at can, just in general, could a Christian actor swear in Mm. a production, stage, film, whatever that may be? Uh, But then, and then two... Assuming they wouldn't do the same in real life. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then secondly, could an artless production feature swearing? Oh, so so then we'll put the focus uh, on us. Do that, yes. So... That's what we preach. um, So yeah, I don't know. Let's just start. I've just, you know, written down a, a, a basic question for you to kick us off, Johnny. Yes. Is, is it wrong for a question? For a question. Let me say that again. Is it wrong for a Christian actor to swear in a production? Well, I I haven't had any time to think about this. I've, <laughs> I thought there would be a, an easier uh, intro in. So a Christian actor, well, context. Uh, could you give me a context or give me a clear, like, uh, would would you say? Let's just say, there's, a, let's just say it's a... So I'm the actor. You're the actor. I've been cast in a secular production. Yes. West End. Yeah, this is a secular production. Yeah, let's say it's... Let's um, say I'm playing... Excuse um, me, am I not allowed to say it? Okay, but I, I was just living out of fantasy. That oh, was, okay, what's your fantasy? I was going to say I was playing Aragorn or something on Lord of the Rings. <laughs> There's no swearing in Lord of the Rings. Well, they, they've re-edited it so that he does oh, swear. maybe in the Amazon uh, The show. Amazon one, yeah. Um, okay, let's say, actually, let's take that for example. You're in the new Lord of the Rings Amazon yeah. show. You yeah, You are okay. playing um, Elindil. Okay. Um, and he swears. Let's say he just, say, he just says one He says the F word, yeah. But he's just one time. An orc punched him in the face and he says... F that. Okay. Um, <laughs> oh, I mean, personally, me, I don't think I have a problem with doing that. Yeah, I don't. I, I think, I mean, like we spoke about last week about lying, well, two weeks ago, whenever it was, when we spoke about can Christian actors lie on stuff. Well, is, is acting just lying? We came to the conclusion that theatrical, you know, performance an actor gives is isn't a separate to everyday life it's something which is framed something which is you know com- everyone's complicit in it they know that it's not happening for real mm-hmm. so it's you know it's it's as if that same thing the the swear word coming out the mouth is is a character's is the character swearing it's not the actor themselves well it is the actor themselves um but it's in that frame so exactly. i have no problem with it but then, but people Especially do say. Especially full makeup as but well. But people do say you are the actor, so you are saying that you are doing that. It's like you know the when we spoke about violence on stage or yeah. violence, you know, you are faking that violence. Can you fake profanity? What if you, you did a different accent? I I don't know. Um, well, it's like if you're doing a radio play, or if you're wearing a full body costume, people can recognize you. Here we go. True. I mean, what, what, I mean, the, the deeper question in my mind is what, what context of this verse is referring to, well, what are they referring to? Is it, is, uh, foul language in the eye of the beholder? Is it, uh, is it a cultural thing? Cause you know, if you were to go back to a certain time zone, fifties, maybe also more of a, um, pious time mm-hmm. in the past in the English language, if you said hell, or in certain parts of America, you know, in the Bible, Bible Belt, hell well, is probably as well. In the word. medieval times, we're saying um, by God's bones was the worst thing you could say. Yeah. Um, so, 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 yeah. Is it is it contextual to the the sensibilities of the people? Because remember when we were in, but, but then when yeah, we were on overseas then, on that, mission, but, but that still means yes, exactly. But that still means though that we 
we understand what a, what a swear word is. You wouldn't then just be like, oh, well, it's just culturally. Yeah, I suppose decided, so. So we just... But now on TV, so in the UK and TV, a lot more, a lot coarser language than we would we would define define as coarser twenty years ago, is now permissible on TV mm-hmm. at a certain hour. Like you know, you see, I, I feel like a uh, trigger warning. I'm about to say a, a swear word, um, or you may may not be deemed as a swear word because you hear it on TV in daytime. You hear the word bitch. Yeah, I said it. Female dog. You're cr- it's funny because you're cringing as I'm saying that. I'm cringing. Yeah, why are you cringing while I'm saying I don't know that? Why? Because I'm thinking the people that might be listening it might be uh, jarring. That could be you could cause it's offense. Tr- well, it's true. Oh, apologies if I did cause offence, but I'm I'm just saying that on TV you hear that word said during the day. You 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 see I saw it on four uh, four in a bed. You know, in the channel four. When yeah, because switching of the, the context of where what, what's being said. Yeah, really. but not talking about a female dog, but just oh, using it in that. Oh, yeah, really? yeah, yeah. And the term bitching about someone. You know, these things okay. are more... I would say when we were growing up, those things were not on TV. Yeah, I think that's why I'm quite shocked by you saying that, yeah. <laughs> um, another, well, well, a good... a good. This is a... a um, you setting me up. <laughs> a good thought here is when I was in America, I'm half American, mm-hmm. uh, land of the free, land of the brave. This would have been, I don't know, when I was 14, probably around that age. I said, damn it, a lot. And... Here in the UK, damn it's like, oh, damn it. That's really annoying. Mm-hmm. You know, we'd say a lot of the time that's quite normal. Yeah. My uh, like American cousins, I would say it. They'd be like looking at me like freaking out because I'm... That's funny because them... For me, that's a curse. That, that's like a... Like, you know, say curse word. That's like a curse in terms of a curse. Damn it. It's, it's your command, commanding something. It's yeah, interesting, but, isn't it? What, so you don't say damn it at all? No, I'm not saying I don't, but I'm oh, just saying, I'm saying <laughs> no, that, I mean, you know how your swear words, curse words, swear and curse have almost like an action to them. Oh, I see, yeah, yeah. And yeah. then damn it is like a, an action to it. Yeah. It's like the same way, like, you know, Cockney would say, God blimey. Yes. It's God yeah, blimey. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like, that's a curse. Yeah. But I think what I'm getting at is that yes. for them, that was like, I really was swearing. Um, yeah. But for me... That was just like, oh, I, I couldn't even think that that would be a problem. It's like, it's like the most tame. Oh, well, for me, it feels like, I don't know, that's nothing. Do you, you know? do you remember when we were in, in Gambia? I know you do. And we were on mission. We were um, spending time with young people and very, very um, Christian young people who were really dedicated to their faith. And one of them who was actually in the worship band, you know, we were chatting to him and he was telling us about the their bread that they eat and the national bread and the bread that they that is freshly baked. And he and he said, yeah, this this stuff's great. It'll make your poo hard. But he didn't say the word poo. Uh, <laughs> talking about, you know, how how good it is full of fibre or something. Or, and, and so that caught us off guard. We're like, oh, he just said, he just dropped a word I did not expect him to say. And yeah. he did not seem phased or that he was saying it in any... I think in that in, in that context, he he was like he uses that word, and maybe that word was used. Mm. But we know. But I think what also that I would say to someone because someone could be like, oh, yeah, so it just depends fully on uh, context and, and well, or like word, it's not bad swearing because you know times change or whatever. But we know what that you know what is a swear word, and that that is profane mm. language, regardless of if culture is. Like, well, did you did changed. you keep saying damn it in America? No, 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 because then it was like I knew that then it was like okay, well I, I won't say that. But because, you, but then you but then but then you knew already. What I mean, you could say that you knew that that wasn't as well before that. Yeah, but then the, the, then what I'm saying is it it changed the it changed the, the context changed okay, yeah. of where I was. So then it was like okay, well that mm. is viewed as a swear word here. So mm. it's like yeah, so I'm not going to do that because I you know I don't want to obviously I don't want to offend them, but then I do feel like there's a level of like you knowing that that is a is profane language and it's changed. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Um, for example, let's then go back to your so Aragorn. So yep, uh, Aragorn. sorry, you're a Lendl. Sorry. I'm playing um, a Lendl. You. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> what if now it was you're playing a Lendl still, but he swears like a old sailor, like yeah. you know, like and it is super profane mm. awful um actually completely out of the law as well obviously of lord of the rings um <laughs> Tolkien would not have um, so <laughs> that. does that change it then see 
I would I would go with it. I would try it out. I would explore what that would feel like as a performer to do that because you're 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 embodying someone else. You're playing a different character, and that is something which then defines his character, his patterns of speech, his sort of. But then, what if people? Because you know, let's let's say also you're you're a very well known actor, mm-hmm. um, and people know you know you talk about your faith very openly yeah uh on late night shows or whatever tv shows and stuff yeah but it's and the then... same thing as the the adulterer that, that so you don't playing... think it matters at all what part you play hmm no maybe not so change what, my mind what if you were playing a uh like a rapist priest or something well i could well, well you're saying would saying, i play that part saying, yeah 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 i would i'll play that part why wouldn't? I mean, if I was an actor, what, and that was but, an interesting part, no, and wait. it was saying, communicating something. Whoa, whoa, whoa. But wait, what, what, that, so you're saying you play any part regardless? That there's no well, part, no, I'll take there's on, no part that no, you feel like that. God would no, no. be like. Well, yeah, it would be up to what God would, would say. Like, no, that's but not but right. we're talking about swearing right now, and we're saying about if I'd picked yes. a part, and that part, then I got the script and the the, the part which I'd uh, thought was a good part, part that I'd want to play. And I read the script, and he's swearing a lot. Okay, but what if it? What if it was profane language that defamed the Lord? What if we're talking oh yeah, about? no, then then that's mm, that is, oh yeah. I, I guess I would feel very uncomfortable doing that. But then it's that thing of well, you're not playing, you're not being yourself in the same way that then we. But it's also much... it's also the appearance of evil, isn't it? Like where we have to be careful. People do look to us, like you know, it, like if you were a huge famous actor or whatever, and you've. You know, you talk about your faith quite a lot, mm-hmm. um, and but then you're taking roles that even other people are like. Oh my gosh, I don't even know if I'd do that. Um, yeah. That's. Do you not think? Yeah, we have that kind of responsibility. Yeah, as well. it's, it's framed though, though, it's actually. framed though, isn't it? It's like it's. I mean, it's it's hard to say because you know I can't speak a one one size fits all. Um, I can't just make a blank blanket statement, but. Yeah, an actor is not going to be portraying themselves. So, like anything that they would play would be a deviation from the image that they would portray themselves. So, like you could be playing any any character, and any any character that isn't a born again Christian would then therefore be a wrong part to play. Surely, yeah. But I think also it's it's what is written as well because you could play a villain like uh, a Disney villain um, that's that doesn't. Yeah, it's, it's true. still evil. But then it's like, oh, it's a reflection you... of life, though, surely, isn't it? So it's like, if you're portraying a character, then your pattern of speech, if you want to be authentic and you want to write, which is in a way which is uh, true to life, then you would ref- reflect the, like I said, patterns of speech and the vocabulary of the, the character that you're writing for or, or that is portrayed. You know, people always talk about authenticity. If someone gets, someone gets punched in the face... And you see that in the street, they're probably going to swear. Or they step on a Lego, they're probably going to swear. And you see that in real life. Mm-hmm, yeah. If then your character is, is steps on a Lego and goes, oh, fiddlesticks. But let's say... Maybe the character does like saying fiddlesticks. True. Maybe the fiddlesticks is a, actually, if you look at the etymology of it, fiddlesticks is probably a very, very bad word. <laughs> As let's these things say usually. that, yeah, there was a part though. I, I think, I don't know, for me personally... I think yeah, what would you do? it depends on. Don't say it depends on the role because that is no, so no, it doesn't. De- well, that's kind of what you literally just said. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's. I think it's based on. Do I feel like it adds to the the script or the storytelling? Because like the there is this well, gratuitous. You know, it's like you talk about gratuitous violence, or and then I think it's the same thing with swearing. You can have swearing where it's like so. Oh, this is so, so it's need, the same as nudity to you then. Yeah. yeah, I think yeah, I think so. It's yeah, yeah. I think it's the same thing. I'm. Um, I think we get in a so because I I saw a comment that someone um kind of put online who said, uh, well, because I think that I don't know within the Christian world view or mm-hmm. uh, maybe fundamental view is that um you know you could never you know play that part um if it you know yeah had swearing in but this person said i would be proud to play the role of an anti-semitic profanity spouting nazi in a movie that had an uplifting message mm-hmm. i would reject the role playing a pious christian character in a movie that had an insidious anti-semitic message mm-hmm. you know yeah, that yeah. does change it doesn't it yeah, that's the- very true actually that's, 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 i suppose it is what the frame is and not only if it's just a frame 
but what is the frame? You know, what is the context of the the whole message of the piece? I mean, not everything has a message necessarily. I think it does, but a lot of people say that not everything does. But yeah, I, I can see that. I mean, you could play a very you could you could play a character who doesn't do anything offensive or horrible or um, uh, foul or profane or, or involves nudity at all. But that character could be written you know that person could be doing the most horrible things and it could be justified you know um like you're saying before you could be playing hitler and it'd be a pro hitler mm-hmm. production you know yeah um and i think it's like going propaganda. back to um we used it for the nudity um example but looking at like schindler's list mm-hmm. i think in that it's like yeah like would i feel comfortable playing a you know, M and Girth, um, that Ray Fiennes plays or whatever. But it's like, yeah, because it's like, I understand the, the context of the story that we're telling and the message that we are trying to mm-hmm. get across. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think it, I think it can, so can a Christian actor swear in a production? I would say yes. I think there's always that caveat of that we said before about, you know, with nudity that we would take, every, you know, every, we every, think, take yeah, everything yeah. in prayer. I know for a fact that yeah. there are definitely some Christian actors who would not take roles at all, and that would be there, and that that would be something that's on their heart to turn stuff down, and it'd be a matter of faith on how they would then be able to move in their career because it'd be very difficult. But maybe that's their calling, you know. Like everyone's called by God in a in a in a unified way, but in a unique way, you know. We're my journey is not exactly the same as yours, even though we're on a similar path and we're doing artless together. It's like we are have we have individual relationships with God, and we have missions on Earth to put to, to you know. Not everyone has the same mission. Um, yeah. So yeah, maybe there there is one actor out there, maybe listening, who would turn down that that role, an uplifting story, if the character was to to say even a minor thing. Exactly, and I would always just say. As we said in the nudity um, episode, that you know we should always be seeking the Lord's will for our life and listening out to what the Holy Spirit is saying and prompting us to do. Sorry um, for saying earlier. What about a a, a swear yeah, word I, used in a comedic? I was thinking that frame. as well. Would that change it then? Because then it's like because oh, it's not a not, not in a. You're just trying to make people laugh. This is not in a. Uh, is that not profane language? You know, or like. Mm. Well, it says crude joking as well. Yeah. Then what? How do you define crude joking? You know, some people's yeah, you know, standards of is it is it because it makes you feel dirty afterwards? Because some people, you make a joke which is even then the slightest bit dark, and you know, I've got a relatively dark sense of humour. Um, my my family do, my grandparents do. You know, it's something which is is instilled in the family, but it's there's no malice in it. It's just some people might think, oh, that's not something you joke about. Yeah, I did think about that about the idea about. Yeah, comedy, and does that then change it? Because you might not be trying to convey... You know, you're not trying to convey a, a maybe mm. a serious message, you know? Because in some serious mm-hmm. films, like Schindler's List or whatever, you're trying to, yeah, convey a yeah. serious message, um, and swearing can play a role in that. Whereas in comedy, it's are you just because, using because are, are swear we, words to be funny? Because are we talking like, about... Words that are profane, cursing words, or extreme words. Because, you know, some, what we define as swear words, are just extreme, like the most extreme versions of a word, you know. Um, so, you, you know, for the, you know, a lot of the, the swear words we have are usually related to, like, digestive things or, like, sexual things. So, I think you have a whole plethora of words for sex, which are acceptable, or completely nullified, you know, going all the way up to what we'd know is the most ex- one of the most extreme words for it, but they all mean the same thing, but they have their different powers to them, which is an interesting thought, isn't it? Yeah. Well, I think it comes back to how society and culture have decided what is then yeah. a swear word and what isn't. And that might seem arbitrary, but then it is that thing about how how do we we're not a part of the world and to be kind of set apart it's true but but it's sort of a linguistic thing you know like certain words have an extreme uh use and a purpose in the way that a writer so you're writing something you want to write you don't want to i mean depending on your style but you want to write with brevity you want it to be um brevity the right word 
you want it to be you don't want to waste any space on the page you you don't want to have any fat you want to trim the fat and then like you want to describe things with as few words as possible potentially in some some cases and you know what sometimes something is summed up perfectly with an extreme piece of language you know you you someone answers a phone and they say a swear word so do you think jesus swore do i think jesus swore jesus definitely spoke in, in extreme terms but did he swear he never spoke any foul he never spoke in a foul way or so, anything that was spoken so there so he wouldn't have sworn well, he may I'm have. not well, saying that you, yeah, but I'm it depends a... what, what we define in English as swearing that's the thing we we have a, such a different I mean I know you've got a whole load of bible verses that uh, would be deemed as swear words now um, you know even the word that I said earlier it's it, and, and, and the word yeah, yeah but uh, that's what I'm saying but I'm t- we we had said that it can change culturally about yeah. that's not the problem. It, the problem is that when society knows that's a swear word. So forget about, I don't know, Jesus' times might have been different words, but yeah. in that time, that was that, you know, they would have had their own swear words ultimately. Yeah. So if it's that um, son of a son of a or something like that, no, I don't think he would have been saying that. But would he have used an extreme word to the. Uh, well, calling the the Pharisees a brood of vipers, mm-hmm. that is a you know a, a strong term as an extreme term. It's not a pleasant term, and also to you know overturning tables, it's an extreme act. And I'm sure he was saying things while he was doing it. I feel like we're slightly off track because we're talking about is swearing a sin, not. Well, no, but is, we're acting. trying to define terms, isn't it? You got to define terms if you come to. Because it's like swearing. What? What? I mean, but I think we what? know what swear. I think we know it. Like I said, I think culturally we know what constitutes a swear word. Well, but the, still... say the word I used earlier. In some context, you're talking about a female dog. Uh, is a bitch dog is a dog yes. a female dog? Yeah. So me saying it's a different there, context of yeah, the but it's word. still the word in a no, but that's a different context of the word. It's then a completely different. Yeah, but like you said before, uh, comedy is a different context to swearing at someone having a go at someone to yeah but it's still it's still context. the swear word it's still the swear word yeah does one occasion have more power to it and have more drive behind it well again this is why it's good for you to send in your comments to us because you know we want to hear what you guys think so that's yeah. office at artless.org.uk let us know your thoughts on that yeah let's move on to then the second part well so let's maybe so that first part could well for me that first part where we were looking, can a Christian actor swear in a production? Um, I would, I personally would say that yes. Mm. Um, again, each part is taken in prayer, and you know you've, I, you know, you've got to consider the parts that you take, and uh, yeah. So that's where I'd end on that. John, where, where are you ending? Oh, it's really interesting because I mean I've always been fascinated with like the history of swearing, the history of like language, mm. and and how it's used and different languages and different cultures and stuff it's all just very interesting to me i haven't made up my mind i'm just very interested well when we come around to the next episode we'll see if uh john has made <laughs> up his mind um but the second part then john because yeah. i'm sure this will then Christian be very Rapper. interesting could we as artless uh within our production um feature swearing well we have and before we <gasps> before we really get stuck in, I just want to um, maybe this will be helpful and, and frame it for us as well. Here is that there was a faith film uh, that came out in 2017 uh, okay. called Generational Sins, and it caused a big stir because it had uh, quite a few f bombs in it. Oh, which I imagine, well, was you know, it like in the produced, States, uh, produced by a like a Christian? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like and a real one, or like a you know, we make no, no, we no, make like, Christian stuff. Yeah, legit. yeah, for good Christian people. Um, and the film follows two adult brothers um, who uh, have to deal with their um, their mother's dying wish to revisit their childhood home and mend their relationship with their abusive alcoholic father. And it says, in addition to swearing, the movie contains scenes of characters drinking smoking oh uh, and dancing in clubs oh, um, but the, i mean um, i i could accept the swearing 
for the, the dancing, dancing in clubs. clubs. <laughs> <laughs> the director, um, Spencer Fulmer, said that uh, he didn't want to shy away from the realities of a life. Mm. He said life is hard, messy, gritty and filled with disappointments, broken relationships and sin. Why shouldn't the films we create accurately reflect the lives we lead? And also the producer... Wait, the lives we lead? Oh, right, right. I was like... <laughs> Mate, if you're a Christian, you shouldn't be advertising the family. <laughs> yeah, in yeah, in general. Um, but also, producer Mason said, the secular world cannot relate to on-screen faith-based characters mm-hmm. who have been so sterilized that mm. they never curse, make bad decisions, or engage yes. in bad behavior Some like the majority of, of folks, Christian or not, in the yeah. real world. Or in the Bible. We're not shying away from anything. We live in an R-rated world, and covering up the darkness won't bring it into the light. Let's face it, we live in an x-rated world <laughs> <laughs> yes we unfortunately we do yeah but this has been termed as hard faith genre <laughs> they've, um, they've spurned a whole which a i like sp- yeah they've yeah. got a hard faith. i can't believe that this i couldn't actually believe that a film had come out like within the christian film especially in the um, we're talking the states here yeah i mean that, america's a whole different yeah yeah fish, exactly yeah. but that had f-bombs and, stuff, and it did cause a big yeah you know, that is very jarring to think um, about so, interesting. So, having that in mind, and you know what they've said, because they, they did it in their they did it in their work mm-hmm. in their art. What about us? Would we? Um, Would that feel the same if they bleeped it? Yeah, I can't believe the last time I watched a bleeped film. Bleeping's a hard thing. It, are you forcing people to to say the word in their head? Because you know, because you know, like if or is if that a good bleep, workaround? Because it's saying you know what this is representing, but it's not. It's representing it. It's a. It's a. It's a representation. It's a hard one, but then are you mm. causing them to sin? By it's then, like a blur. Um, it's like a black box around a n- nude body, isn't it? Yeah, but, yeah, but, yeah, exactly. But we said we said that that could be problematic because it could cause someone to sin. Yeah, but we also decided that anything encouraged people to sin. <laughs> yeah. some, some people, <laughs> true, some true. people. Yeah, I don't know. Could could we ever do it? So you said that we've. Yeah, let's talk about the stuff that we've done. Yeah, because we are a Christian theatre company. Yes. Um, Wizard. What 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 language have we used well, in our time? Well, I'm going to pose. I think this is probably on your radar, but so in our Easter production, Centurion, you play the part of Pontius Pilate, yes, who we decided to lean into his sleaziness in his character, mm-hmm. um, and when talking about a female servant, which he had very much looked down upon and treated as a slave, and had uh, given as a, a servant to the centurion with the express intent for the centurion to please himself sexually mm-hmm. with or without her consent. Um, yeah, we definitely leaned into his sleaziness. Um, centurion says the line. Pilot says the line. Do I say centurion? Yeah. Pilot says the line. Uh, so I say, so have you rutted it yet? So like I said before, a lot of swear words are derived from sort of sexual connotations. And, what did, what did we do when we were putting this on national radio? We took that word out, didn't we? We did. And also, it's interesting. I, I think, so just some context for why why we put that word in. Because actually, it wasn't always in there. It's in the we middle. We actually changed. It was, no, but we... No, I'm saying it's in the middle of, of the profane meter. Yes. Yeah. And we, though, had... Yeah, so we'd written Century and it wasn't in there at all. But there was a time when I think we came back to and we revisited the script and we mm-hmm. felt the pilot was pretty one dimensional. Mm. And and the historical pilot actually would have is if you actually look into the, the history of it, um, which I, I, hopefully I'll write a blog for on our website mm-hmm. uh, for, for Easter. But the, the historical pilot was actually not a nice man. Not at and all. So, but we sometimes get this this idea that oh, pilot, he's caught in the middle, and he oh, he he just doesn't know what to hands. do, and like yeah, oh, nice. poor him. Yeah, yeah. Forget all that rubbish, okay? Like he doesn't care. He he's, he's not a good guy. Um, and I wanted to get that across to the audience. So then, when it came to, I mean, there's other lines as well, but this line in particular, I remember putting it in and being like, oh, mm. oh you know, rutted. Because rutted is something that you'd talk about with animals. Mm-hmm. Those animals, you know, are rutting. Um, so it's quite a horrible word and how he's saying it about it's not an everyday this... word and it is probably one that's not in polite company used. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And it elicits a response. And I'll tell you, um, when we 
when we performed it, I remember particularly a moment oh, yeah. where, because uh, it's done in the round, and on the front row mm-hmm. is the the vicar's wife. Yes. And I, I swear, I, I, I probably clocked eyes. You swear. <laughs> I said, you know, the line, so have you rutted it yet? And <gasps> immediately her face was kind of like the horror of like, did, did he did just... She did he? I maybe. Um, you know, did he just <laughs> not to? Um, you know, not to make fun of her. I'll say no, she's no, no, Lady Bracknell, uh, whatever her name is. Um, Lady... Anyway, anyway, I don't. Uh, but anyway, she had that face. Um, she was kind of freaking out. But I don't know. For me, I was like, I love. I, like I liked. Response. I kind of. Good I liked that there was that we were getting a response. And then, well, be- pilot was getting a response, or was yeah, or yes. was Heartless Theatre to get a response. Well, yeah. well, maybe yeah, because mm. is it is it that she was shocked that we, in a sense, would would include that line or she that pilot saying that line? Most but I think scene. immediately that as soon as that line is said for that character, the audience are like, oh gosh, it. like because this is also behind closed doors. This because it's a meeting between pilot yeah. and the centurion and behind closed doors. So then you're seeing the real pilot. You know this. This is who he really is. It's instant characterization, which is something you want to achieve from from a writing perspective, a direction perspective. You want people to understand, oh, I get what type of person this is, or I get, I, I understand this character. Mm. So we use that, that language to do that. That was, but like you said, that's probably lower on the scale. The profanity what if, scale. You what said if the F word. we use the F word? Yeah. Would, would, would you ever do that, John? Change it and put that in there? Man, oh man, I, I would love to try it and see. Genuinely, not not in a live performance, but maybe rehearsals. I think, I think maybe in that context, in that scene, it we've got a nice balance to it. I think it, it it's it would be a bit of a, a glaring thing in that scene that would feel um, that was done for the sake of doing it. Mm-hmm. I think like. I think it's it's more of the I I would see it as more of a uh, a strategy to define a character and and put them in a particular place and time, and and their vocabulary. Because I mean, you know, if we were doing World War One production, I know we had before or World War Two production, and it was about a squadron or like a, a unit of soldiers and they were speaking to each other, we'd probably use words of the time which were deemed coarse, which now aren't. Mm. And would would be a very useful way for us to say say the word uh, uh, bloody. So something which you definitely hear on soaps, yeah, in certain contexts and cockneys say bloody, you know, bloody hell, yeah. bloody hell. Mm-hmm. It's just a pretty horrible thing actually. <laughs> think about it. Um, that would have been very, I mean, a lot more coarse back then, and mm-hmm. but probably more, you know, in Harry Potter, you know, Ron Weasley says it. So it's like. Um, that could be a, a tool writers we could use as writers to to get around that contextual societal thing. But you know, going back, right? And this is me just sorry if you were enjoying that little thing. But you mentioned about cultural changes and differences. Yeah, but surely, surely, we shouldn't be swayed by culture. Surely there is a fundamental right or wrong with certain words. Which no yeah, matter what the profane, culture shifts, but you know it's profane. Just because, so then, so then you'd say that. So is the, it the knowledge the, of so profanity? You're saying, yeah, because so then you're saying all the modern swear words would be not swear words. So maybe because, I, so if I t- so, so say I raised a child in a bubble and like I homeschooled them and did not take them outside. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, putting away the the obvious human rights abuses. Say it's like a, a zoo, and I teach them the English language, but riddled with. Every word you can imagine mm. that we would deem offensive, but just don't tell them they're offensive. Which I, actually, I've met a lot of people who have been raised like that. Uh, would that be a sin for them to go out and? I know this is going a little bit off topic, but like, would like, it be a sin a for them to? Ignor- there's a level of ignorance there, isn't there? There's, yeah. So that's just that's okay. Just ignorance. All right. So if no... so, so those words themselves don't have a, a implicit um, profanity to them. It's it's yeah, the because they change. Because, like yeah. I said, it's they're changing the times. But it's because. But if I do think there is that element that we, you know, yeah. something's off limit, then you choose to go there. Yeah, absolutely. You yeah, the I, profanity which is defined, you decide to go past it, and then that is a conscious decision to do something which is deemed foul. Yes, 
Yeah. Yeah. I get you. Absolutely. But so then coming back to, to us. Yeah. So we have that, we, you know, we've used uh, what you would call a robust language. <laughs> we saw someone put that as a, uh, I think another a Christian theatre company put like a warning and said the ro- robust language, which I quite like actually. Robust. That's a good almost, way of saying it. Ro- quite... But robust almost sounds like, you know, you describe a boat's hull as being robust. It could withstand a <laughs> no, lot of No, but it's kind of like, it's like, you know, because if you said, oh, includes coarse language, churches will be like, but oh, you yeah, robust, yeah, it's kind of yeah. like, there's a lot you know, there's something that, in yeah, there, but framing. it's not that Framing bad. upon framing. But is that... Because so we're saying, you know, but what if a what if a character would mm-hmm. say that? So, mm-hmm. for example, the centurion. Yeah, centurions are going to have of course very coarse language. Yeah, uh, you know, well, potty mouths. Yeah, yeah. But when we don't, they also probably quite put that in muscular, there. But. <laughs> <laughs> that's why uh, i'm hitting the gym well he's a garrison center at this point yeah, yeah, you know, maybe he's, he's 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 um but um but yeah so we wouldn't well we haven't yet included those mm-hmm. real if we're you know if we're performing words. for like primarily non-christian so does it, so, yeah so does it change just based on the audience so mm. is it just because we perform mainly in churches and we're going to churches yes so so it might be the audience Sanctuary, but then yeah. Are we alienating the non-believer mm-hmm. because we're putting on some of this? It's like we're sanitizing it, like you know, like the, like they said about um, generational sin. The, the yeah. producer said it, it sanitizes it so well, much it's, that it's not. It doesn't feel well, real. That's one of those problems we had. So one of our previous productions was called Crossing the Bar, and we had this discussion because Crossing the Bar is retelling of the, the the two prisoners who were crucified alongside Jesus, the two thieves, um, and we expanded a modern day adaptation of what if we were those two thieves what would we have done and we made our backstory and we as we were writing that we were thinking these guys 100 percent would would be swearing loads mm. and they would be and like in one's you know no spoilers but in one scene someone is shot you know someone is stabbed in one scene and it's like yeah they would they would be using colorful colorful language, language. i like that so colorful language um and and if I were a, or even if I were in the audience, and if I were non-Christian as well, I'd be watching that thinking, who are these unbelievable characters who? Now I say unbelievable, not in a good sense. They don't, I don't believe them, because I feel like I'm seeing a, uh, you know, like when when kids put on a sanitized version of like a, a play about history or, or or like a nativity play where they don't mention the um you know the genocide of herod <laughs> you know and all these things or like exodus where you don't see these children being drowned in in, in the river nile you know it's uh true but you, but i because i was thinking that but then there are great films that i've watched that do cover you know and have either evil people in it or mm. cover difficult topics that don't even swear you know so it's yeah I don't, I don't know. It's, it's true. Uh, it's true. Maybe maybe it's just the mark of a good writer is able to 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 um. Well, it's like Jaws. You don't see the the shark, but it's scary. Mm. I mean, I, I think I it is you a shame because I think I, <laughs> it bites their boat. Yeah, later Wait, you don't see it for a long time. Yeah, you don't I, see it for I a long forget time. that people will say, "Yeah, well, it's scary because you don't see it." I was like, "You do see it." Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't look very good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I need a bigger boat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but it is a bit of, not a shame. Just sounds a bit weird, but maybe it is that I kind of maybe we would be freer in our writing or, or putting in a few of those things. Because I, I do feel sometimes it does give that real realism to someone and then and that like it's a non-believer also yeah, can yeah. be like oh okay they they're not just ignoring that we live in a in a broken world you know it's like oh yeah i get it we but are which one represents someone you you want to be faithful in a representation don't you you want to yeah but then there is that balance though as well of like but you have but a go at me we... when i try and put costume things on my centurion that aren't accurate to what centurion would wear so yeah. why are we not doing the same thing with what they would say because because mm. again that it, that that though isn't a sin. Like well, it is if the centurion were wearing a, a thong. No, right? but like yeah, yeah. But like th- th- there's a I think there's a moral. It's a moral dilemma. Yeah, you know, like you true, yeah. choosing your you know a, a costume is completely wrong. Like Lord of the Rings and the Amazon show. Um, that's just that's whatever. But it's not a moral thing. We're talking about morals mm-hmm. here. 
But it's interesting that then that's what I'm saying. Are we cat? But then are we catering then? Are we because pandering? it's like for yeah, pandering to the church mm. because we want to come. Obviously, we want to come back. We don't want them to feel are we offended. <laughs> Maybe because but. <laughs> But we always say that we we write for the non-believer and we want to connect mm-hmm. with the non-believer. Um, we should have. More but guts, are we maybe. showing something that is, you know, as real as it can be? But but I again, mean, do we yeah. have to have that? You know, do we have to have swearing in our productions? Do know? we so, have to write, get a whiteboard and put up the words that are like what are the no-no words? Because I know you go on radio and you get you get given you get on TV you get given the the sheet of paper that says all the things that are acceptable to say how much each of them are fined by ofcon for ofcom for saying mm. um but i mean you know in the same way, same way that some people's sensibilities are just different i think though that there is a level of respect that we have to show the church who are bringing 100%. us in yeah, so it's like yeah. it's like that they are well that's it they're bringing us in it's not like if we were putting plays on not cowboys, in, are we? if we were putting plays on in, in theaters and people buying tickets in a sense to just come to us there's yeah. no other partner there's there. no buy-in it's from like people. yeah there's no if there's there a church from... partnering with us they are aligning with yeah. the play ultimately they are yeah and their I reputation we understand why churches would be concerned if we had you know swearing in our you know productions so but i like that even Mm. with with centurion it was like oh you know that's kind of sound quite funny now like you know that we you know you put in rutted it but it that for us is pushing the boundary yeah you know um as the the face of that uh vicar's wife (laughs) proved god bless her um but yeah yeah yeah. I think that's where I'm at with that. I mean, do we need to do the question of offence? You know, what what is offensive uh, in theatre? Mm-hmm. Should should Christians make offensive theatre? Uh, and like you said, the the Bible is itself uncensored. There's yeah. rape, there's murder, murder. Uh, premarital sex, violence. You know, it, and it's kept in there yeah. for a reason mm-hmm. to to show the reality that the, of of sin that mm-hmm. that is. You know, real because it's weird because some people say, "Oh well, David had multiple wives and concubines," and it's like, "Yeah, that." But we're not. The Bible's not saying that's a good thing. There's actually tons of problems that come up because of people having multiple wives, but it's kept in there to to show us. And also, the Bible um, doesn't um, doesn't uh, commentate on itself. It doesn't dumb it down for people. It often takes some understanding to 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 get past that initial reading of, "Oh, he had that many wives," and nothing. Nothing active is spoken of that in terms of it's good or bad. You know, like I was reading parts of Genesis today and things are just plainly said, you know, oh, Lamech had two wives. It doesn't say he was a bigot, you know, mm-hmm. uh, uh, not bigot. <laughs> a, uh, a bigamy, a bigot, bigamy. Oh, bigot. Is it a bigot? No, bigamy, bigot. bigamy, a bigamist. A bigamist. A bigamist. What's a polygot? Uh, polygot is a Pokemon, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> no, because you have monogamy, and then there's po- polygamy. Polygamy. Yeah. So polygot is someone, isn't that someone who has like more than one? Oh, mate, I don't oh, know. I don't know. I don't know. Or it's a Pokemon. Or it's a Pokemon. Or a Digimon. So, for example, so if I, so then if I put myself in the shoes, and this is outside of theatre, really, if I was a, like, if I was sharing the gospel to someone, and I was wanting to say, look, it's not through works by faith alone all of our righteous acts are just like a pile of. And if I said like this word, which is a swear word, we would define it as a swear mm. word. Why would I be doing that? Because I could use another word. Yeah, but he I didn't feel use like, No, 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 no. I'm saying, I'm saying for myself. Oh, okay. I would be using that word to feel down with the kids. And I think that's pride. Oh, yeah. And I think that would be, you know, I'd want them to like me or like you're trying to trying come to across as cool and like across as cool. i'm just like you yeah which is weird when actually, we're trying not to be like that and actually the, the whole gospel was about you know seeing that there's a, a, a another way of life that there's a better way of life um that and jesus maybe comes to let us into maybe there's slightly an argument there though about like the work that we make that okay yeah we maybe it we has don't to be different have, we, yeah that we don't include that language but yeah. we can still make something that is good that yeah. is believable that makes someone be like oh i still enjoyed that yeah they didn't swear multiple times mm. and i still really enjoyed it and that was fine and that's cool you know actually i think that's probably landing closer to what i feel in my heart right now as being probably the the way because you know it's the same as anything we do 
as a Christian, we are a new creation, and and we're we you know, we're citizens apart. of heaven. Um, we're set apart. Yeah. We're living life in a way which is you know parallel, but on the other on the other path. You know, like there's the narrow path and the and the mm-hmm. broad path, and maybe the people on the broad path can look across at the people on the narrow path and think, oh, they're going the same direction as me, but they're doing it completely differently. Maybe that is a standing point and a, a fundamental difference in Christian artists, Christian makers, uh, performance makers, filmmakers, is that we don't we don't play by the same rule book. We don't go by the, we don't um, have the same uh, crutches. Maybe mm-hmm. swearing is a crutch. Yeah, uh, yeah. maybe because I, I did write. You know, is as a question: Is Christian art just presenting a world that isn't real? Uh, if it doesn't represent the world you know, mm. accurately. But then again, we are also in the same vein trying to represent um, how God changes us, yeah. you know, and that does a new, you know, we're new, we are a new creation. Yeah. We're to be set apart. And so, and that, that can draw people though as well, you know, mm-hmm. that that should be then an enticing element of, of the art that we create. Yeah, yeah, and that's interesting. It's like, well, it's it's that thing of like, how do you get people out of the water without getting wet? Mm. And what does it mean to get wet in that sense? Like, does that mean being like you're in the world? Is it completely different? Is there a, are you wearing a, a wetsuit? You know, yeah, is the appearance of wet, but it doesn't stick to your skin. Mm. I don't know. I'm just being, uh, just playing with imagery. But I, I think my mind has actually changed a bit. Wow, you've been on a real journey. <laughs> I think it's because, you know, like, I'm not going to lie and say that I don't watch TV, films, mm. comedy, which is riddled with swear words, extreme words, these words. And, like, you know, almost feel like a hypocrite by saying, yeah, I laugh at that. I'll find that good. I like those films. But then I won't do it myself. Mm. Is that is that causing a bit of uncomfortability in me to think? Oh, does this now mean that I have to really consider what I view and what I take in, mm. or is it a completely different thing? It's like you know, I like watching boxing, but I'm not going to go punch someone in the face. <laughs> is that a similar? Is that a false equivalency? I don't know. No, but that's. A, I think there is a good question there, though, about you know yeah. we. Uh, we need Me. to be careful about what we what we look and view and take in. Um, mm-hmm. That is important, yeah. you know, and and it is going to change for different people. Yeah, uh, you know, um, I do but- find though that that you know if I'd listen to a lot of music with a lot of swear words in it or watch stuff with, I do f- come. My soul does feel a little bit heavy, yeah. and yeah, I feel like I need some. I need dirty. to listen to some. Just- some uh, some smooth jazz, some worship music, you know, something as a palate cleanser. Um, because my mind, you know, in my heart is being transformed to be more and more like Christ. And I think, yeah, this, it's revealing more and more of the depth of unholy, you know, unrighteousness that the world has in it. And I think we also do need to be doubly careful in that, well, we do see this as using our talent and as, as the talents that God has given us to, to also worship God. Like mm. we say that this is our, you know, we would do a play and I'd be like, this is my worship. And to, how can one mouth worship God and curse his brother? You know, that's a, that's and, a exactly. And so that, that's why I think it is important for Christian actors as well. that are maybe even in the secular world to be like, you know, if you feel like God's giving you these talents and this is a way also that you're, you're worshiping God. It's like yeah. in, in worship songs, you're not going to be having swear words. Like, no, you know, not, you're, you're not. not. It, and, well, you do have heaven meeting earth with a sloppy wet kiss, which is uh, often exactly, taken. and which some, which some people do take out, <laughs> take and they've out, now yeah. cha- you know changed it. But mm. so I think because yeah, this is our worship to God. That mm. then we do have to be yeah careful with what we write and what we perform. vessels, good ves- vessels, in it. Where's that in the scriptures about? vessels worthy things and of unworthy things and like you know the term poison in the well is like, mm-hmm. you know and also out of the heart it's the wellspring of life and we speak out life and can you corrupt well, the corrupt mouth and it comes Spring, back i spoke all about yeah, that in lies last week it, you know yeah and it comes back to what we we're talking about to you know james chapter three yeah can we we can't uh tame the tongue um it's it's restless oh, we can't. evil. Oh, well, then, then it's fine then. It's <laughs> a <laughs> so restless evil and full of deadly poison. Poison. Um, so poison. we need to be, yeah, it says my brothers, these things ought not to be so. So we have to, yeah, be be careful. Vigilant. And be vigilant. So 
Okay, Yo, if you were a Christian uh, listening, if you ending. weren't a Christian listening to all that, um, you probably just wonder what, why is this even an issue? And I can actually sit in your shoes and think this is actually a very ridiculous conversation. If if you don't believe like us that there is more to life than what we see, there is a God out there. There is a holy God who is invested in this world and His people, who He created, He loves us, and uh, and that this life, you probably got hunger, and you know that that. <laughs> That life is not, we're not living a life that we feel we're made to live. Why is that? Why wouldn't we if we were just random accidents of evolution? Why would we be wandering around with such a deep longing for something more? It's because there is something more and we were created for perfection. We were created for a whole new, different earth, a different world. And we will one day when Jesus returns, be returned to a new heaven and new earth where everything would just click again and we'll be restored to that relationship with God. And that is the gospel, my friends, and it's paid for by Jesus. Nothing you can do to earn it, nothing you can do to deserve it. Amen. And so, <laughs> if that is you, uh, reach out to us at office at uh, yeah, for real. Or, again, if you're a... What I'd love to know is if you're a church leader and you've listened to this, because it'd be really interesting to hear your side of mm-hmm. would you ever bring us in if you know there was some robust language colorful language in one of our plays yes. uh we'd like to one know your children's thoughts. productions time hunters <laughs> exactly or or just if you're just generally listening and you thought we were wrong about something yeah. or we got something wrong again let us know um, we'd love to hear from you mm-hmm. well that's all for today's episode of more than the art thank you for listening uh, again, make sure you subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Spotify, wherever you get your Ooh, podcast. And like us on Facebook forward slash Artless UK podcast. That is our page. And Artless UK as well. Indeed. That's where you can comment on Artless UK podcast feed. So your questions and your whatever's. Yes, yeah, so if you don't want to email us, then you can just do comments uh, on Facebook and we'll, we'll read those. Um, but also you can check us out at artless.org.uk. Next time we're going to be looking at another hot topic but we haven't decided yet see you then see you then